Welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 139. What's going on? I am Matt O'Leary. Going to be hanging out with you for the next little bit here as we talk on a victory week. Third victory week in a row. Count them. One, two, three. Does it matter that it was against backup quarterbacks for two of them? Still no. How about a win over a future Hall of Fame quarterback? How about a performance where your defense allows 10 points to a future Hall of Fame quarterback? How about a time where your rookie, Brees Hall, runs absolutely wild on the Packers defense? How about a time where... Uh, What else can we say? Oh, yeah, Quinton Williams, third overall pick from 2019. Looks downright dominant. Things are looking up for those New York Jets. We're going to get into why things just feel a little bit different this year. And we'll get into your voicemails. But before all of that, we know that Michael Myers sure is scary. But the last thing you need is to be hairy this Halloween Luckily, our friends at Manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy bar and join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with my code JETS20. That is J-E-T-S-2-0. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. I choose trim. I use Manscaped. You should too. Let's hop into today's episode. Why does this team feel different? Well, If this was really the same old Jets, which is something we've unfortunately heard a million times, right? A million times. The Jets would have went into Green Bay and laid an egg. It would have been, oh, well, you know, they they shot. They showed signs of getting a little bit better, but the moment's too big for them. They can't possibly hang and compete with. Uh, a, a quarterback like we've seen with uh, with Rodgers. Well, and that was a narrative that I think, unfortunately, was just told to us way too way too often for uh, for this team. It was oh, they they're not ready yet, and I didn't think that they would be this good this quickly. But why this feels so different is because they have youth. The New York Jets have youth on their side. And they are playing above what any reasonable expectation should be. The Jets have the favorite for both the Offensive Rookie of the Year in Brees Hall and the Defensive Rookie of the Year. They've already had Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, and Brees Hall win Rookie of the Week in three of the first five weeks. And Brees probably going to win it again. So more than likely, four out of the first six Weeks of the NFL season, the Jets will likely have the rookie of the week. That's impressive. That's incredibly impressive. And it doesn't stop there. There's other young players. Quinton Williams we talked about. He had the game of his life. By far his best game as a Jet. And he's played some pretty good games. And the thing with Quinton Williams, and if it was really like, oh, the same old Jets, Quinton Williams would have died off by now. Through his first three years of his career, is very streaky, very up and down. There'd be two games where he looked great, and there'd be two games where he said, where the hell's Quinnen? Through six weeks, he has dominated every single week. Every week. Yesterday on the Jet Report, which if you don't know, you should, but I am doing this full-time now, and part of that is doing the Jet Report Monday through Thursday live on YouTube at 2 p.m. It is also available in audio form, if you prefer that, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever, make sure to also subscribe to the Jet Report. You get that daily in the evening for the commute home uh, or just for your listening or viewing pleasure. It's a ton of fun. And we go through a topic of the day. We answer uh, questions. And one of the biggest things that we talked about yesterday was Quinnen Williams and just how dominant he's been. He, the guy has had at least a half a sack or more the last five weeks. Old Jets, he, he's he's not at that point. He has five sacks in six games. He has a legitimate chance, a legitimate chance to be a double-digit sack guy, which that might not sound like a lot. But for this Jets team, that doesn't happen ever. The last time it happened was 2015. That's seven years ago. 
Seven. The last time they had a 1,000-yard receiver or a 1,000-yard rusher, also 2015, also seven years ago. Your rookie, here you go, Brees Hall, right? They traded up to draft him. PFF George is still punching air over that one, still upset. They should have uh, taken Malik Willis. Uh, They should have taken a a linebacker. Whatever you want to say, then it's all hearsay now because through six games, Brees Hall has been dominant. It didn't start out that way. For the first week, maybe two weeks even, you could say, he was maybe a little too patient behind the line of scrimmage. He is running nasty. I watched the games on Sunday with a couple buddies. I don't get to see that that often. One of which is a Pats fan. Uh, we still love him, though. Thank you, Ty. I know you're you're listening. He helps me out. He edits with me. But he said, man, this guy just runs nasty. Anytime he has the ball in his hands... It was big chunk after big chunk after big chunk. And then how about Sauce Gardner, the favorite for the defensive rookie of the year? It, it doesn't matter. He's locking up whoever it is week over week. He's been credited with one touchdown. It wasn't really his fault. It was more on LaMarcus Joyner for the miscommunication, but whatever. He's credited. He's averaging like under 30 yards. It's like 27 and change yards per game that he's allowed. As a rookie, do you know how difficult it is to come into the league and play corner? That's one of the hardest things to transition at the next level. And he's been fantastic. If it was the same old Jets, Corey Davis would still be dropping passes. If it was the same old Jets, Lincoln Tomlinson would not have bounced back. If it was the same old Jets, uh, you wouldn't have had DJ Reed make this kind of impact that he's had. It feels different. And we're allowed to have fun. I hate the people who are saying, oh, pump the brakes. It's too early to look at uh, the, the playoff seating or it's too early to look at, uh, you know, be, be this confident or be this happy and they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. F that. Seriously, this team has been so bad for so long. And I've been in the, I mean, well, I've been in the content game for a long time, but really on this YouTube channel and focusing in heavy on covering the Jets on pretty much a daily basis. When I started doing that, this team has pretty much stunk the entire time. This platform, this thing we built, was off of the worst Jets football since the 1970s. Through the Adam Ga- the end of the Todd Bowles era, into the Adam Gase era, into the first year of the Salah era. Jet fans deserve this. Jet fans are allowed to have fun. They're allowed to have have uh, Alan Liz, uh, Sauce Gardner, excuse me, run around with the with a cheese head on his head, and you you, you like the NFL. Other NFL fan bases and the naysayers and the, the negative Nancys are Alan Lazard who are running around trying to knock the, the cheese head off our head. No, it's you're uh, once again, you are allowed to enjoy this. You're allowed to have fun. They are a young team. They are learning. They are not going to win out the rest of the way. There are going to be times where they probably, you know, come back to earth a little bit, uh, lose a game they're not supposed to. They're young. They're inexperienced. They're learning to win. Right now, it is firing on all cylinders. And not really. We'll even get into that a little bit more here. Because it, it, it's it's not. Because Zach isn't at his fullest potential right now. And that's okay. I'm sure there's going to be calls. Because it was in my, my YouTube comments. It was on Twitter. It was on Instagram. It was on TikTok. The complaints with Zach Wilson. If that's what you want to focus on in a three-game win streak, where you beat Aaron Rodgers by 17 in Lambeau Field, you beat a divisional opponent 40 to 17. Your young quarterback, by the way, the one that most people that, that not most, but that a, a portion of people are bashing, leads not one but two scoring drives in the fourth quarter to come back, score 14 unanswered, down by 10 in the fourth quarter and win the game. If we want to go, ah, well, you know, Zach only threw the ball 21 and 18 times, and he didn't look that great this past week. That that's your problem because that's not what I'm that's not what I'm choosing to focus on. This is a young team that's growing and playing above their head right now, and it's fun. That's it. That's that's my message. Enjoy the fun because that's what it's been right now. Speaking of fun, one of those guys who we talked about in the opening segment here, someone that I love a lot, Brees Hall, 
His stock on Mojo is going up, baby. And if you don't know what Mojo is, it's currently available right now in New Jersey. He is up 4.53% now at $12.17. He continues to ride and to rise, excuse me, and I still think at 12.17, that's really good value there on uh, someone who I think the Jets are going to run a lot this week. You know, we'll get into I'm sure this upcoming game against the Denver Broncos where the New York Jets are going to be going up against a tough defense. Sure, Russell Wilson, spoiler, as of yesterday, Russell Wilson might not be good to go. He might have a, quote, significant hamstring injury. So that would, I would assume, on a short week, it's going to be a tough spot for him to come back and potentially play in this game. But that defense is good. That Denver defense it can get after the quarterback. They have good corners. I think they're going to use Brees Hall a ton this week. I was right about Brees Hall the last couple of weeks. I would continue to get, on, get in on Brees Hall. And the other guy that I want to get into is Jerry Judy. Now, he's down this week. We'll talk about an opposing guy. It's okay to talk about the Denver team. That's who they're playing this week anyway, right? He's down 0.94% this past week. He's now at $13.72. I don't necessarily think his value is going to go up at this moment. This is a long-term thing. That price at $13.72, I think, is good value. Because right now, obviously, with Russell Wilson is playing the worst football of his professional career, and uh, this quarterback and this wide receiver core, excuse me, might have to deal with a backup quarterback very soon. So this is not a short-term play. This is a long-term play. But Jerry Judy, at that price, I think is a good time to get in. So without further ado, let's get into the voicemails. Let's go out to Vinny in Peekskill. What's up, my friend? Let's talk some New York Jets football. Hey, Matt, it's Vinny from Peekskill. I got one thing to say to you. Woo! Man, I am pumped up. Four and two, we got a chance to actually be in first place and be the two seed? Like, does your mind even comprehend such scenarios as a possibility? I mean, and then the Jets... Just today, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do in this game. I thought it would start out as a close, competitive game of football, and then the Jets would just pull away in the fourth quarter because the Packers are a terrible fourth-quarter team, and it showed. And the Jets are the one of the best fourth-quarter teams in football. And after this point, I don't want to hear any more, oh, but this team is so good. I don't want to hear any more excuses. I don't want to hear any more excuses, not just from the media, but from the pessimistic members of our fan base are saying, oh, we don't win there. Oh, we never beat this guy. Oh, we don't do that. I don't want to hear it anymore. Jets are going on a run here. Let's go. That's all. And go Jets. Vinny is fired up, man, as you should be. Ah, oh, I love it, Vinny. Thank you for calling in. We'll get to that. Well, I'll, I'll break down your reaction in a second here. Just Ian Rappaport just tweets out. It has to do with Russell Wilson. So obviously you guys know I record in advance so that I could edit and upload and have it up at a reasonable time on Wednesday morning. So this is Tuesday recording. Uh, Ian Rappaport says after the MRI, Russell Wilson is considered day-to-day. It's a real injury, and he's in real pain, but he is pushing to play. The Broncos will continue to evaluate his progress on a short week. Obviously going to have to keep a super close eye on that. So, as for this one, this was uh, they probably played the most complete game and sure like the passing attack probably wasn't there which is fine but the defense is the defense took a massive step forward Ulbrick was on the hot seat and guess what this defense responded and is playing incredible football they're getting after the quarterback like nobody's business sauce Gardner and DJ Reed have been phenomenal and it's working they're winning games right now as you said enjoy it Memo to the negative fans. What are you in it for if you can't enjoy this? If you can't have a good time right now, after all the garbage this team has put you through over the last few years, if you can't enjoy a three-game win streak, then I don't see the point of being a fan. Dante from Georgia wants to talk about keep bringing the receipts. All right, let's do it. Hey, Matt. Dante from Georgia calling after the Jets beat the Packers. Three-game win streak, four and two. Uh, What a win. What a statement win for the league. Uh, to show that the Jets are back. Our running game is awesome. Defense, awesome. Zach Wilson playing mistake-free football is, is the only thing we can ask of him. His numbers aren't good. I mean, we can we can all admit that. But yep. 
hey, if we're winning, they don't have to be good. I mean, the the duo running back, mostly Brees Hall, is just fantastic. But um, we can hard. I mean, everyone's going to be talking about the Green Bay game on the voicemails. I want to talk about next week against Denver. Sure. This week we had a statement win for the league to show the Jets can beat anybody. We we really can. We have the chance to beat anybody. Next week I want it to be a statement win of we don't we that we've been keeping receipts. Last year we didn't score a point against Denver. Uh, we lost twenty six nothing I believe to. I, I think they were a worse team on paper last year than they are this year. And this of year they're they worse record-wise and playing-wise than they are. I think we I think we have to go in there and make a statement win. I think we need to drop 35, 40 points on them, run up the score. I don't care if it's like 30 seconds left and we're on the 10 like we were today. We were kneeling it out. Put some points on the board. Show the league. We've been keeping tabs on you guys. Everyone who was just respecting us, counting us out, running the score up on us, we're back. We're going to run... We're going to treat it like the Godfather. Let's cut the horse's head off, <laughs> throw it in the bed, and keep it moving. Let's go to five and two, heading to New Love England. the reference. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see next week. Go Jets. It feels so good to see this team play. Amen, it does. Amen. And that's who you mentioned running up on Denver. If there was a team I ever wanted to run the score up on, it's New England. And because they did that to you last year. Bill Belichick will do anything in his power to stick it to the New York Jets. His team put up a, a 50 points on this team last year. I want the Jets to come out for blood. Now, don't look past this Denver game. I think it's a winnable game. I think the Jets are better than them, but as we talked about, that defense is legit. They're really, really good. So if you're going to win this game, it's probably a low-scoring game. Defense, you need a repeat kind of performance, but... Talk about running up the score. If there was ever a time to do it in your home building against the rival, that uh, that would that would be it for me. But yeah, and thank you for bringing up the point on uh, on Zach. It, it seems like that's a very rational way to look at it. And unfortunately, there are too many irrationals who uh, want to see the the gaudy numbers. And believe me, so do I. But if we can't sit here and say at minimum say this is a quarterback who is getting better from year one into year two then I, I don't know what we're doing here in his last eight games seven of them he's been uh, interception free regular season we're talking regular season games I don't care about the preseason which by the way he had two drives of it's his third game back after missing a couple months with a short training camp let's give it a little bit of time let's relax a little bit on some of those takes which i'm sure that there's going to be more and i'm sure we'll get into them and you know i'm trying to keep my cool i'm trying to keep my composure so uh let's do it i'm i'm excited so uh let's go out to richard who's calling in from nevada and wants to talk about starting faster this is a fair criticism of this jets team okay let's do it What's up, Matt? It's your boy Richard from Nevada calling in once again. How you doing, sir? My goodness, what a win. You know, just a decisive win over the Packers. Uh, you know, all the haters the last week, you know, they were saying this and that. You better beat a backup quarterback. You know, you know, try that against the real team, this and that and everything else. I know the Packers have issues, and I know their excuses are going to come. By the way, uh, I hope you like my three by three bingo card I DM'd you. Yes. Um, because I already have checked off at least two on that, uh, on that list. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' thumb is already being brought up, uh, by a lot of people. And then, you know, frankly, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's hilarious how predictable the, the haters are going to be coming out of the woodwork and the things they're going to start saying from this game. But you know what? The Jets went into Lambeau. They didn't win a close game. They won a decisive game. Um, I do have my uh, question marks on this game as far as how the Jets uh, – how how are the Jets going to learn to get to that late game uh, pace faster? Because it seemed like that game – granted, that game was kind of a – you know, kind of a crazy, <laughs> crazy turn of events for the first half for both teams, and it was really wet with the balls, uh, with the rain. But, 
Uh, I guess my question is, what do the Jets really need to do to get it together faster? Because it seems like that fourth quarter presence, that third quarter presence in that game, um, they really stepped up and they really shined, as the points would indicate. Um, thank you very much, Matt. And always go Jets. And, hey, hit that like and subscribe button, guys. What are you doing? It takes two seconds. It's free. Anyway, have a good night, guys. Thank you. You're right. It's free. It takes two seconds. Like, subscribe. Is it really that hard? And it helps with the algorithm. I know it's annoying to hear your favorite content creators say it. I, I get it. But um, from our end, it really helps a lot. And we appreciate it. As for how the Jets can start faster, I think they just need to get in a rhythm offensively. And to LaFleur's credit, I think he's done a nice job bouncing back in second halves and uh, adjusting and making adjustments. But I, I, one of my criticisms with him and I mean, is a storyline from this week is the usage of Elijah Moore. Cause he has one catch in the last two games. He's sending him deep. Like it feels like every time they flashed an Elijah Moore route up on the screen, he's like 20 yards down the field. What is it too much to ask for? Like, I don't know, a little bubble screen to Elijah Moore, got the ball in his hands and let him turn up field and run for five, seven yards. He's incredible with the ball in his hands. Same with Braxton Berrios. I don't know. I, I right right now Zach seems very keen on uh, Corey Davis, who he's obviously very comfortable with. But I think it'll come to Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson eventually. They're too talented for this to be a continuation forever. It's been three games. Can we let's see how the next eleven play out. You got to see how the next eleven games play out. So I, I, I'm with you. They they had a they need to maybe get some easy completions going. That would be my. Uh, Biggest advice, I guess, and who knows? I think it's possible that they do that. We got Will from Dallas up next. He wants to talk about Zach Wilson. All right, cool. Hey, Matt. Will calling from Dallas here. Um, I just, I just want to talk about the uh, the negativity that's going on right now. I don't understand the negativity. I was just in your uh, not too long ago, probably twenty minutes ago. I was in your your live stream, and I was looking at these comments. And it's, oh, yeah, good win, but the, the Zach Wilson struggled. Oh, good win, but I'm worried about Zach. Why can we – we've been horrible. We haven't made the playoffs in since, what, 2010? It's been 12 years since we played meaningful football. Yep. Why? Why? It makes me so mad because it's like, why can we not just enjoy being 4-2? Yeah, Zach threw for 110 yards. He didn't turn the ball over. He had a better quarterback rating than Aaron Rodgers did, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was in the first half. But still, like, what what do you want him to do? When when we run for 180 total yards, what do, do you also want Zach to throw for 400? You want to put up 600 total yards? I, I don't understand. They're not asking him to do a lot because they don't need to. When solid talked to him when he was drafted he said hey we're gonna build you up you're not gonna have to carry us all that kind of stuff and now that it's coming true it's like it's making Jets fans mad it's so it's so aggravating it there's so much hypocrisy going on oh we need to get Zach weapons okay well here's two outstanding running backs and you know Braxton Berrios is a a great gadget runner we're gonna put up 180 total rushing yards and win by 17 oh but Zach stunk he's only threw for 110 yards I don't know. It's just frustrating. Why can't we enjoy the win? Why can't we enjoy being four and two? And if the Bills lose, being number two in the AFC playoff seating, why can't we just enjoy that? This never happens to us. We don't beat the Packers by seventeen. We don't beat the Dolphins by twenty-three. Nope. Just be happy, enjoy it. Why are we so worried about Zach when, you know, if we're putting up three hundred total yards and one hundred eighty of them are, are rushing? Why are we mad that Zach didn't play well? I don't understand it. So frustrating. Regardless, happy the Jets won. I'm happy. I think the game went went fine. Zach's going to be fine. They're not asking him to do much because he doesn't need to. And they're t- letting him, you know, slowly work his way back in. Let me know your thoughts. Um, appreciate the, con- the content. And uh, as always, go Jets. Thank you for I, I genuinely mean this, Will. Thank you for this call. There are a lot of people that needed to hear that. I've been trying to say that the best 
way that I can. And still, it's not getting through to people. And I'm I'm glad. I mean, I'm sorry that you had to hear that on the, you know, on the live stream you come in. But th this is the, what I'm dealing with in the comment sections, uh, in my mentions every day. Every day. They average five, almost five and a half yards a carry. There's no reason to throw the ball. For what? You're running it down their throats. Brees Hall was fantastic. He had 116 yards and a touchdown. Michael, Car Michael Carter had 41 yards on six carries. Barrios at another 20. Would I like Zach Wilson to hit some of those throws? Yes. Of course I would. Yes. But you're not going to have 700 yards of offense. It's just not how the NFL works. There are going to be times where Zach Wilson this year, they're going to need him to throw them back into the games. It happened against Pittsburgh. And he went 10 of 11 in the fourth quarter or 10 of 12, whatever it was, 130 yards, two touchdown drives, a passing touchdown. What do you What do you want? This team is, their identity is not to throw the football 40 times a game. It's not. If you knew anything about this coaching staff and about LaFleur, it was so crazy to me when people were saying early in the year that uh, oh, LaFleur is, 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 too, is too pass happy. All he wants to do is throw. Not really. It's because the run blocking wasn't nearly what it was then as it is now. Number two, they were down in games. So Joe Flacco had to bring him back. Number three, Flacco and Zach Wilson, very different. So the offenses were very, very different. They want to run. They're they, got, they signed two tight ends in free agency, for God's sake, and then drafted another one. They traded up for Brees Hall. And this is the, the San Francisco, it's pretty much San Francisco East. You bring in LaFleur and his identity from Kyle, the Kyle Shanahan, who he, who he was under, they want to run the ball and build their passing attack off the play action. And that's exactly what we've seen through three weeks. Once again, there are going to be times where the Jets need Zach Wilson to throw the ball 30 plus time. But in start 15 and 16 in his NFL career, they didn't. And they won 40 to 17 and 27 to 10. Why is that the focus? It doesn't make any sense. The defense was fantastic this week. For the last three weeks, they've been great. They're 11th overall in defensive DVOA after being 32 last year. And still, you have people want to say, well, I don't know. The, the young quarterback who missed a month and, you know, in his third game back from injury, that he only threw for, you know, 110 yards. I don't, dude, man, come on. Yes, obviously. If Zach Wilson's throwing for 110 yards every single week, that's not good. But how about against Miami? That's another game. Oh, well, they only threw the ball 21 times in the game. Obviously, they don't trust Zach Wilson. He completed 67% of his passes and had a 10 yards per attempt. 10. 210 yards on 21 passes. Yes, there were two picks the first time that he came back in. One of them directly off of Tyler Conklin's hands. The other, a bad throw. One that should have never been made. Also, an embarrassing Elijah Moore route. I said it earlier on this show. In his last eight regular season starts, he has two interceptions. That is significant. He is not turning the ball over like some of these other young quarterbacks are doing right now. Yes, it's been very much so game manager right now. But give it time. There will be games where he is going to have to try to throw them back into the game. And then let's evaluate. Oh, it's frustrating. Liam from Staten Island's next. He wants to get into Zach Wilson. Hey, Matt, it's Liam from Staten Island. And uh, I just wanted to say, man, this is a great win. It's a great feeling. You know, I've, I've been watching this team for so long and I'm just so sick of same old Jets checking uh, Tankathon and all that. I'm just so happy to finally have a team I'm excited for and a team that can actually win big games. I mean, this is one of the biggest wins we've had in years. Uh, my main question I wanted to ask you is, 
first three games of Zach Wilson, he did have that really good fourth quarter in uh, again. Before that and since then, he's been okay, in my opinion. You know, like he hasn't been show-stopping. He hasn't been throwing four touchdowns, 300 yards, nothing like that. Managing the game well. My question is, are you any bit concerned that he's not making these Mahomes-like plays or having these Mahomes-like games? Or are you very comfortable with sticking with the run, letting him manage the game and ride what works, you know? Uh, thank you. The latter. The the second half of what you said. It's it's working. Their, their offense is working. They had how many yards on the ground? 179 this week. The week prior against the Miami Dolphins, they had uh, how many rushing yards? 135. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, guys. It's and I know this is that's not exactly what what Liam's asking. I, I understand where your question's coming from. It's just they're they're do, he's doing enough right now, and we'll look at the rest. Of, I mean, the rest of the schedule. Denver's another game this upcoming week. I don't think he's going to be throwing the ball a ton. They have a good secondary. How are you able to beat them? Against the run. But there's other games on this slate, on this season. Against Chicago, you can see him go off. Minnesota, I think he could be okay against Minnesota. The Buffalo games are going to be tight. Detroit should be able to throw. Jacksonville should be able to throw a little bit. Seattle should be able to throw a little bit. There's times where it's going to be okay. But let's not panic because in two of the games, they asked him to just manage it, and he did just that. I'm not panicking. I don't, I don't think you should either. Jake from Jersey's up next. He wants to... Zach Wilson, let's let's continue to go on this theme. Hey, what's up, Matt? It's uh, Jake from Jersey. What a great win we had today against the Packers. Um... Just one thing. I'm curious what your take is on it. Um, I know the run game's run like working great. I'm pumped with the win, pumped with everything. I'm just curious, like with Zach, like do you think LaFleur is almost like they're keeping him on ice too much? Like they're always leaning on the run game, which is good because the run game's working. But like, are they trying to make Zach Wilson, whose talent is a lot different from Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you think they're trying to? almost make Zach Wilson into that Jimmy Garoppolo type player. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not saying, you know, that it's wrong or right. I don't even know. Just curious what your take is on it. I mean, we can keep running the ball fine. That's fine. I just don't want them to choke up Zach's talent to the point to where he's on ice for so long to where when we need him to play and showcase that ability he has that like, Maybe it won't be as easy for him. I, I don't know. Just uh, let me know what you think, man. Uh, can't wait to hear your response. Thanks. Yeah, I don't really... I mean, maybe this year they're trying to have him... If Jimmy G gets the game manager stamp on it. I don't think their plan for Zach Wilson for life is game manager. But in, in games 15 and 16 of his career, he was... I, I think they need to work in some more uh, some easier completions for him on, on screens and getting the guys uh, open in, in space and getting the ball out. For instance, I mean, we talked about Elijah Moore earlier on in this show, and it seems like every time, you know, he's involved, it's tw- you know twenty yards down the field. It's a twenty yard you know bomb down the field, and also maybe to their credit, eventually defenses are going to start to cheat in and put eight on the box. But what Zach Wilson has that Jimmy G doesn't is that big, strong arm. He can hit that deep throw. We saw him connect on a 40-yard pass to Corey Davis last week. We saw him against the Tennessee Titans last year hit hit that bomb again to Corey Davis. It's going to come. The defenses are eventually going to cheat in and try to you know put 8-9 in the box and say, okay, beat us over the top. And I think they have the weapons to do it. So I'm not, I'm not concerned yet. There are 11 more games this year. And I think we'll all, you know, we'll get a better, a better look of what Zach can be. But until now, uh, until then, rather, let's go to Devin calling in from Nevada. He wants to go into standout jet players. Okay, cool. 
What's up, Matt? Uh, Devin from Nevada calling in, man. Um, right now I'm in uh, Rhode Island visiting some family, man, and it was nice. so cool to watch a, a Jets win with uh, my dad, man. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. That's awesome, um, dude. A few takeaways from the game, man. Uh, so quickly, um, Aaron Rodgers, he looked stressed out um, the whole game. He looked stressed out, you know, his body yep. language. And I know Aaron Rodgers is always kind of like a diva. But, um, man, his body language, like, he just looked like um, – you know, he was clearly frustrated with the way that we were game planning for him and, you know, their receivers. I think Sauce Gardner is a generational talent, man. That dude jumps off the film tape. And uh, Quinton Williams, in my opinion, has had his best game of By his far. career, man. He was all over the field. That dude was playing, um, you know, with a fire under him that whole game. That was an amazing performance from Quinton, man. Um, but I want to let you guys know, man, bet on the Jets um, the past three weeks in a row. I bet on the Jets, um, Good you know, for they're you. underdogs and everything, man. I want money every week. Um, I placed a bet um, a few weeks, two weeks ago on that for uh, Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall to both get um, defensive and offensive rookie of the year. Um, so I put $10 down on Sauce, and that would win 285 at the time. And I put $10 down on Brees, and that would win 225 um, So now $10 on Sauce Gardner wins you $95. And ten dollars on Brees Hall wins you one oh five. So man, I'm glad I put that bet in when I did. There you but go. I believe to my boys. What a win, man! Already this season, um, you know, if we didn't raise our expectations last week, we definitely raised them this week. Um, and then, yeah, one last thing I wanted to say. So sure. uh, I didn't know this, but in an interview after the game, I heard that Sauce say that after a London game, teams get to either pick if they want to buy week or to choose which team they face. And um, they chose to play the Jets, and uh, we stormed into Lambeau and punched them in the mouth for four quarters, man. Let's go. That was a great win. Um, congratulations, buddy, on uh, going full-time content creating. Appreciate uh, it. Having a lot of fun watching this Jets team, man, above anything else. And uh, let's keep it rolling, baby. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go. Love it, Devin. Thank you so much for checking in with us here. Uh Couple of things. One, I agree wholeheartedly with all, all the guys you just listed off who balled out. And I love, love that they said, give us the Jets after London. We don't need a bye week. Yeah, no, no bye week necessary. We'll take the Jets at home. That that that'll be like a bye. That's almost like a bye week. You you get hey, 17 game schedule. You you get two bye weeks. No, not this year. Which loops back to the original topic of today's show. Why this team feels different. They have been extremely, extremely motivated. Whether it's been against Miami, where they go and they bring back the Tyreek comments and how that didn't sit right. Whether it be this week and how uh, you had the Packers decide to play them instead of having the bye week. They have felt disrespected and they are showing that they deserve your respect now, which is great. And you led me into a perfect segue. I swear I did not do this intentionally. Maybe I did it subliminally when I copy and pasted my notes, but it's time for the BUSR read. BUSR, the official sports book of Matt O'Leary NY. So if you want to be like Devin and get in on the action for the New York Jets, you can do that at BUSR.com slash Matt and get a 100% match deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Also $25 casino chips on top of that. I hit on a parlay for the New York Jets this past week. Uh, it was Jets plus seven. Or no, it might have been Jets plus seven and a half, actually. And Brees Hall, anytime touchdown. That's what it was. I also had Brees Hall on alternate line over 83 yards in plus money. And obviously that came in too. So love it. Get in on the action, baby, at BUSR. Let's go out to George from Long Island. He wants to talk Elijah Moore comments. Okay. What's up? It's George from Long Island, Matt. Uh, what a win, man. Oh my God, I'm I'm three in a row, dude. I'm so pumped. This is I. It's just so much fun. Like last year was, it was really hard to just enjoy it and watch some of these games. This is different. I mean, oh, listen, I'm I'm so pumped. I I really am. I uh, 
you know, I, I hate to be that guy, but Elijah Moore said some things, man, and I, I feel for this guy. He, he has to be more involved. I, I wish he would keep it close to the, you know, behind closed doors and all that, but I can't blame him. I, I don't want to be that Jeff fan to find something to complain about, but I think, I, I understand how he feels. I, we have to get him involved some way because, uh, he's too talented to not be involved in this at all. He had zero targets and I don't know. Talk me off the ledge, man. Um, but you know what? Three wins in a row, I can't complain. That's that's how I talk myself off the ledge. <laughs> all right, buddy. Take it easy. Have a good one. Yeah. I mean, I, earlier this week, I talked about Elijah. And in a perfect world, I wish he didn't tweet that. But I'm not concerned about it. Robert Salah didn't seem concerned about it. Um, he just wants the ball. He wants to be involved. He has had one catch. He had zero targets last week. It's frustrating. He's a good player. I think they should get him involved more. And I also think that he isn't necessarily being utilized properly. I wish it was handled differently, like I said, but it's not like he's necessarily wrong. And I think uh, something else that I said at, at the time too, I think they get some design touches his way. Now I think they try to feed him the football, uh, whether it be a, uh, a screen pass or an end around. He's been very good with that. So um, I, I think, I think it'll be okay. They're too talented not to uh, get that thing straightened out. Let's go Joe from Trumbull next. He wants to talk about Zach. Let us do it. Let's get to, uh, no, is it? Yes, it is Joe from Trumbull. I apologize. Where am I at? Here we go. Holy man. Matt. Where I am right now, oh, this is Joe from Trumbull, by the way. My bad. My apologies. I'm freaking out. Where I am right now, it's downpouring. <laughs> but somehow the sun has never shined brighter. Especially on this New York Jets team, man. Four and two. I've never sensed this before. I've never felt this before. 2015, it was different. We weren't young. 2010, 2011, another team were, were surrounded by veterans. That's, that's not the point. Probably getting a lot of calls about that. Last year, I did a similar thing that I'm going to do in this call. I called in, not every week, but a few times, and I wanted to save face on Zach Wilson. And I feel like I don't have to do that this much. But I want to get my point, and then I want to get your opinion on it. Sure. What we saw yesterday from Zach Wilson, mistake-free football. When they needed him at the end, he came up big. He completed those short intermediate stuff. He got the ball to Corey. We were able to score. We were able to get that Burials play in, and then how he helped us get to the 30 or whatever, whatever it was for Brees, for Brees to break it. Mistake-free football. Before you can swim in the deep end, you have to go in the kitty, the kitty end. You got the little, you know, the parents are standing. Sometimes you got the old dudes with the hairy legs, and you're just trying to, you're trying to wade the water. You're trying to be able to get to the point. You got to take a few swimming lessons. We can, see, we saw what Zach Wilson can do. We saw the Tampa Bay game. We saw the Tennessee game. We know what he is capable of, but they're backtracking a little bit. They, they're doing what they probably should have done last year. Granted, we didn't have the weapons at that point. They're working it up to the point where he could have a game like you saw Josh Allen yesterday. But, O'Lear, I just want to get your opinion on this. How are you feeling about Zach? Are you still confident in him like I am? I'm very confident. I'm over the moon about him. I think at one point it's just going to click, and it's going to pop, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to be the superstar I know he can be. Thanks, Matt, for taking my call. I appreciate it. What do you think about Wilson? Let's go, Jets, man. I <laughs> love the energy. I'm not down on Zach Wilson. I think he's been fine. Uh, obviously, eventually, you're going to like to see a little bit more production, but right now it's working, and it's it's fine. They're going to play some teams where you're going to be able to see him rack up some points and rack up some yards. The Vikings have allowed... The, or should, is it sort of the other way? Nope, I was correct. The Minnesota Vikings have allowed the third most passing yards in the league. Miami Dolphins have allowed uh, the sixth. Seattle seven, Jacksonville eight. Those are one, two, Three more games. No, one, two, three, four games for the New York Jets are left against teams who are top eight in the league in passing yards allowed. 
Sure, there's going to be some tough ones. By the way, you want to know who's allowed the least amount? The Green Bay Packers. The team they just played and the team where he looked, I guess, his worst. The Packers have allowed just four passing touchdowns this year, according to NFL.com. So, uh, maybe maybe let's not kill Zach for his performance yesterday. Because there'll be some times, like against the Lions, against Seahawks, against the Jags, against Miami, where he should be able to throw a little bit. So, I'm not worried at all. Next up, we're going to go to Shane calling in from New Jersey. He wants to talk about some of the offensive takeaways from this game. Hey, hey, Mr. Matt O'Leary, how we doing? Shane from Jersey. Fantastic. On a beautiful, beautiful Victory Monday. This is great. Um, I just want to give a really quick and brief three takeaways I saw from yesterday's game, and I'd love if you elaborate on or, you know, if you want to talk about it, if you could. Um, I'm going to keep it all offensive first and really quick. Uh, put it on my gravestone when I die. Michael Carter doesn't go down on first contact. It's <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, keep feeding Brees. Obviously, you know, he's he's the 1A. But, like, Michael Carter, I'll, I'm going to shout him out till I die. And then when I do, put it on my gravestone. Guy does not go down on first contact. Always makes something of nothing. And if there's something there, he turns it into more. Two, really digging the O-line. If this is how they keep it, so be it. I'm very content. I'm loving Nate Herbig. Just looks like a football dude. Love seeing the helmet off, and he's got those, like, button shop, ugly beard. I love it, man. I really do. ABT, fine, our right tackle, guys, and all pro. Yes, sir. Um, love that, too. I want to know what you think about the O-line. Should they keep it when Fant comes back? You know, if you have any takes on that. And then three is a smidge of a critique, but, again, happy for the win and how they did it, but I would like to see them let Zach sling it a little more. I know we still won. It's whatever, but I just feel like last year we had to sling it all the time, and we were losing and stuff. And now this year they're they're like running it a lot more. It's working, and I get it. But I just I would like a little more of a happy medium. Like yesterday, like 18 attempts. Yeah, obviously the run's working, but I just feel like if they run the entire entire game and they throw a pass, like Zach's clearly a guy who needs to get into a rhythm. Like throw it 25-ish times minimum. Like get to that 30. Like that's what I'd like to see. Some more short layups for him would be nice. Um, again, because I, I want to see, I really do want to see him throw more and just get a little better. Again thrilled with the win. I would just like seeing a few more. Even like check down. Just keep it easy. But just... And then, you know, early on when they decide to pass on like that rollout on like third and one, like you see like they could use a little more chemistry and stuff. Um, and like get it going early a little more. Some rough three and outs to start. Again, love the win. Love the runs. Brees and MC getting the ball. But just maybe that five, ten more attempts a game. Keeping it nice and light. You know, get Elijah the ball and stuff. But yeah, man. That's about it. Can't wait to hear the show and what you got this week. Uh, big congrats on full-time content, and that's all I got, man. Go Jets. Be good, brother. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it. As always, I appreciate your takeaways. I think you're right. I, for my one rebuttal, which has been kind of cons- consistent, is that they haven't really needed him to, to throw the ball the last two weeks, and I think game script plays a big factor in it. If there's a time where the Jets are down in a game, I think they're going to need him to throw, and I think they feel comfortable with him throwing the ball. They did against the Steelers. He threw the ball, what, 33 times in that game against the Steelers? I'll look it up right now as we go. I know, obviously, last it was 18, 21, and how many? It didn't give me the number. 36. 36 times. But he went over 200 200 yards in two of the three games. How many times did he go over 200 yards last year? I'm going to guess. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm going to guess four. One. Oh, it was more than four, thankfully. One, two, three, four, five, six times. One of those was the four-pick game, that which obviously is no bueno. But, I mean, hey, that's another thing. Turnovers aren't there. And his last... Let's back this up for a second. Please hold. We'll go career game logs instead of just last year. Will let me do it like that? Yes, it will. In his last... Come on, I hate this site. Pro Football Reference. I don't hate it. I actually love Pro Football Reference, but I'm just being... I'm a little annoyed at it right now. Okay, here we go. Last eight games. 
four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, and two interceptions. And a receiving touchdown. But let's just do the passing and rushing. So seven touchdowns, two turnovers in eight games. The passing touchdowns has to come up. Of course it does. We know this. But I'm not ready to say after two games where they ran the ball down their opponent's throat that it's that's it. It's over. It's it's no good. Because last week, if Brees Hall falls forward half an inch, then they're fine. Then you're good. Then he has two touchdowns, two more touchdowns. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried about it. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Constantine from Florida. The mindset of this team and the fans. All right, let's do it. Hey, Matt, this is Constantine from Florida. Matt, do me a favor. <laughs> smack me. Please, just smack me. Because I must be dreaming. You gotta. I cannot believe how great it feels to be a Jet fan. I woke up today and everything was just fantastic. The eggs were cooked just right. The juice tasted great. I mean... What a great time to be a Jet fan. The Packers thought that they were going to get a get-right game against us because, you know, they lost to the Giants last week. Well, we showed them something that they didn't even expect. And the bottom line is their players even doubted us. Things like, oh, well, if we lose to the Jets, then we really got something to worry about. Well, guess what, Aaron Rodgers? You got something to worry about. Guess what, NFL? You got something to worry about. Because this team is coming out. And they're coming out strong. Now, I know Zach Wilson didn't have great numbers. But, man, did he come through when he needed to come through with that pass to Corey Davis? And then that set up that run by Berrios. But what really turned the game for us? Quinton Williams blocking Mm -hmm. that field goal. Amen. Denied. No points. Let's go. Now, let me tell you something about me, Matt. Go ahead. I'm from Hempstead, Long Island. Okay? I used to go to Jets practices at Hofstra University. Hell, I even played basketball with Kevin Mawai and all those Jets back in the days at the Hofstra University Gymnasium. And I'm telling you right now, I never felt the way I did when I felt this morning when I woke up. The bottom line is we're putting the league on notice. We're like the third best team in the AFC. And do I think we could beat Denver next week? Hell yeah. As you should. I think Denver's thinking, man, we got to play the Jets right now. We're not ready for them. Nope. But that's the mindset we need to keep. Now, Robert Salad was asked today, and by the way, we were ready to crucify this guy three weeks ago. Now he's looking like a freaking genius. I think every Jet fan should bow down to Salah right now because he's leading us to the promised land, slowly but surely. But I will say this, as far as his comments, a reporter asked him, was that a great win yesterday? He goes, not really. It was just a win. You're expected to win. And that's what the Jets are doing. Even Zach Wilson was interviewed, and he said, I wasn't around when the Jets were losing. I didn't even know who the Jets were. That's what the mindset of this young group is. We don't care about. Oh, he got cut off. Oh, that stinks. But you're right. You were. He was on a roll. I was into it, man. That's in, that was a quick three minutes. I, the 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 fans deserve this. We all deserve this, and I'm glad you you brought that up because, well, right now they they are the currently the number three team in the AFC. But they just got to continue to take care of business. You have a winnable game against Denver. Win it. There's no reason that you can't win at home against the New England Patriots. Keep this train rolling. It's been so incredibly fun. And you're right. With Denver, with how they've been playing before the season, they saw this Jets game at home and they said, oh, that's a circle, easy win, dub. Right now, any rational Denver Broncos fan? They don't think that. They see a red-hot team that a, with a pass rush that's been playing out of its mind coming in, and it's going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be a really good, tough game, old-school football kind of game. So I'm good with it, man. 
Let's do Alex calling in from Ohio. Wants to talk about the game plan and Elijah Moore. Hey, Matt. This is Alec calling from Alec, Ohio, originally from the Garden State. Yeah, I just want to say congrats on going uh, full-time and all that. Thank you, man. Uh, I look forward to your content every week, man, so keep doing what you're doing. Man, what a good time to be a Jets fan, huh? You know, breaking a lot of these bad streaks that we've had. Um, you know, I'm just looking forward and uh, anticipating some greatness with this team moving forward. You know, let's expect it from now on. It feels good to be here. Um, all these people, uh, again, talking about Zach Wilson, um, you know, come on. He didn't have a great game, but people need to understand that the game plan changes based on who you're going against that week. It, you know, heavily favored the run. And with a stud like Brees Hall, we were doing what we needed to do, and we got the W. It wasn't like we're talking from behind, um, and, you know, we had the L, and you know, we're like Zach Wilson uh, on top of it or anything like that. So people just need to calm down and let things roll out. Um, I like to see Elijah Moore a little bit more involved, but hey, man, it is what it is. J-E-T-S, let's go Jets. Let's effing go. Yeah, I think take it easy on Zach is right. It's going to be okay. Let's just give it time. Let's not panic. These are the same people who were uh, saying that Robert Sala has to be fired a couple weeks ago. It's. I want to see more out of Elijah Moore too. It's going to come, man. These guys are just too talented. It's going to be okay, I promise. Just take it easy right now. And I, and Alex, Alec, I think uh, I think you're right. It's time to enjoy this. Let's not critique every little thing right now. They're 4 and 2. They matched their win total from last year. Enjoy it. We're going to close out with Travis from Ohio. Let's get into it. Hey Matt What's up, man? Travis from Ohio. Hey, buddy. Uh, more Boston win against Green Bay. Um, if we can keep it rolling and do it again. Um, to get off topic because we're everything's been exploding all over the Jets and they're talking about mainstream now. They're taking this seriously, which is awesome. That's what we wanted. But they're like that that band you discovered, you know what I mean? That oh, now you think they're good. You know, like back in the the day smashing pumpkins for me and there you go. A couple of the bands. Anyway. Oh, now you think they're good. So, my question to you is, um, we're kind of loaded. I mean, we don't get me wrong, we aren't the best team in football. I'm not delusional. I'm a Jets fan. I'm, that's as far as my delusions go. But, I mean... With Quincy coming back at linebacker, him, Quan, and CJ, or, and with our young guys that behind them, even in Parks showing up at safety. And I mean, we were talking about trading um, Bryce Hall and Dental Mims a wide receiver because they can't even see the field. And those guys have potential. I mean, Bryce Huff can't even get on the field for nine snaps or more, you know? And he was an undrafted free agent. So, Joe Douglas, I know him, his biggest ball washer probably on the internet. And that's fine. He's the man in my eyes. Anyway, um, next year going in the draft, I don't care. I hope we the draft, draft. or last. That means we win the Super Bowl. But where where do we go? O line, sure. I mean. Uh, we have to think center, but we could move Herbig over there. He played it before. 
Um, now he got cut off. Sorry, Travis. That's a couple of these that just went the full three minutes, but it went very quick. <laughs> Love the Smashing Pumpkins reference. Uh, the Jets are that band that you've loved and defended for so long. Uh, and now people are finally starting to see just how good they are. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be my example. Zach Bryan probably would be my example. I've listened to him for probably a little over two years. They're almost three. Right after Deanne went viral, that album or that uh, EP. And now he's blown up. One of the biggest things right now. Um, so that'd be my comparison. As for, for the draft, come on, man, the draft. Offensive line uh, is definitely one. Safety, linebacker, are the three positions that I still think the Jets could use some work with. So that's going to do it this week. How about that? Another episode of Just Jets is in the books. Victory Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're cranking out the victory days here. Three in a row. Big game against the Denver Broncos. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get the show, whether it be on YouTube, in audio form, wherever. Subscribe, share with a friend. The Jet Report, Monday to Thursday, live on YouTube at 2 p.m. Available in podcast form after that. Subscribe there, too. I'm Matt O'Leary. I'll catch you next time.